There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. What are we going to talk about this show? Well, I think what I'd like to talk about today is some of the things that we need to think about when we're looking for a financial advisor. It's not as simple as going out and buying a car, you know, or, or some new clothing. Right. There's a lot of things to think about when you're looking for an advisor in terms of what services they provide, how they're compensated, you know, how they operate. So we're basically giving them the ammunition to be able to ask the right questions. That's exactly right. Got it. Okay. All right. So, um, all right, the financial advisor. Um, to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, years ago when I was in advertising, uh, advertising and marketing, uh, when uh, new software came out, everybody who could play on a computer put out a sign and said, graphic designer. I'm a graphic designer. Well, no, you're not. You know how to move a mouse around, but you don't have a design sense. But people just said, oh, graphic designer, that's who I need. Then they got into it and found out, oh, it's really not what I expected. Does the same thing apply with financial advisors? Can, can anybody just say, I'm a financial advisor? I suppose in theory anybody could do that, but I would caution anybody to uh, to go with an advisor who just decided to hang a shingle out mm. um, and, and start in this business. You know, I've been doing this for nearly 30 years. Steve's been doing it for 20 years, I believe. Um, and you learn a lot along the way. Now, of course, we took the tests you need to take sure. um, to become a license for this, and, and we, we have all of those things. But, you know, so much of what we know has been gleaned through living and experiencing um, the markets, um, the types of investments, the different issues that clients bring to us. It's that experience, I think, is, is really important when you're looking for somebody. So there's certainly some very smart people that are that are new to the industry, and, and, and you know, I'm sure they can do a great job. But um, I think it's important to understand or to, to find somebody, in my opinion, that has good experience. And, of course, you have to find somebody you like, right? This is that, – That's very important. Yeah. It's like when you buy a car – I know I keep coming back to the cars. You work with the salesman. Typically, you you know you, you bite your tongue while you're doing it. But you work with that person. You own the car, and you're gone. You right. never see them again. Uh, a financial advisor is somebody that's going to be with you, hopefully for years, if not decades, helping you know helping everybody with their with their retirement and their financials. Well, and I'm giving them all my financial information. I'm trusting them right. with my personal stuff. Uh, absolutely. So that that trust is is a huge factor. Sure. Um, so if we think about some of the different types of services you might want to look at, one is just you know, kind of financial planning. All right, that's mm-hmm. looking at uh, your nest egg, um, what your retirement accounts are, your budget, what your spending is, and what you look to spend in retirement. Taking that in and creating uh, what we call a retirement income stream. So mm-hmm. in retirement. How much do you need to pay the bills? Where is it coming from? Is it coming from your savings? Is it coming from any annuities you might have? Is it coming from your Social Security or pension? Pension. Yeah, the pension. Yeah, I know. I, you have to work that into every show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. Well, I know. So am I. <laughs> so few people have pensions in there. They were the bedrock of retirement. Yep. But because that's no longer there for a lot of folks, you've really got to make sure that those other pieces – you know, your savings, whether mm-hmm. it's an IRA or your 401k, uh, and those other investments and, and savings are working for you because the pension's not there for a lot. All right. So th- that somebody to, to basically lay out a game plan. 
to lay out a game plan okay. and help and help them implement it. Right. Part of that game plan is game plan is often just investment management. That's taking somebody's um, savings, their portfolio. Mm-hmm. They have a hundred, two hundred, five hundred thousand dollars, and um, helping the clients invest that money. So determining what stocks, well, first of all, what allocation should be between stocks and bonds and commodities and these other things, uh, and then what investments to put them in and helping make sure that those investments are appropriate uh, for their clients, for these individuals, right? And that's not a set it and forget it approach. Um, you know, we, you're going to want to spend a lot of time with your advisor understanding what your risk profile is today. You know, your risk profile indicates how aggressive you can be or conservative you should be with your investments. The more aggressive you are, the higher potential losses you might have at, at any given mm-hmm. point in time. And the more conservative you are, the smaller those losses might be. But the flip side of this, if you're conservative, you don't have a lot of upside potential. Right. All right. Um, so they'll help you in, uh, manage that, identify how to uh, invest that. And then over time, that risk profile should be updated on a fairly frequent basis. Um, it could just be we're getting older, mm-hmm. so our timeline changes. It could be a change in your living situation. It could be a change in the, in the economy. It could be a whole s- slew of things uh, we need to look at. So that's something that's kind of a living and breathing document. Now, we've talked about that before, that you would think as I'm getting older and getting closer to retirement, I might go more conservative. To, to hang on to what I have, but you and Steve have said, oh, we've had people that said, nope, pedal the metal, straight through, I'm, I'm going to go. That's right, because there's no one answer for everybody, okay. right? Some people are saying, look, pedal the metal, let's let's drive this through and, and be as aggressive as we can, because they may have plenty of investments other places, okay. uh, or they may not spend a lot of money. You know, it could be a whole slew of things, Peter. Um, but yeah, some people are aggressive. You do actually need to be a little bit more aggressive these days as well, simply for the fact that we're all living a lot longer. The longer you live, right. the more growth you're going to need in your retirement savings. And so the old 70-30 or 60-40 split, meaning 60% stocks, 40% bonds, or 70% stocks, 30% bonds might not be appropriate. You might need a little bit more uh, juice uh, in your portfolio. Flip side is, if you're going to have a little extra juice, you got to make sure you have some other money that's a little bit safer, that's not going to be susceptible to market ups and downs. And like you said, as we're living longer, our biggest fear is exacerbated. I don't want to outlive my money. That's that. You know what? That's the biggest fear yeah, I hear yeah. from people. I'm afraid of running out of money, and I don't blame them. Nope. I don't blame them. So another place, uh, another type of service you could think of as wealth management. That's going to be a lot more than just managing somebody's retirement assets. That's going to be helping people understand how much and where they should be borrowing for a mortgage or helping them um, plan their estate, Mm. helping them with taxes, helping them with everything that comes along with managing uh, one's wealth. Okay, it's not just that retirement charitable giving. Piece. Charitable giving. Okay. Um, you know, yeah. setting up a, a you know a legacy for their children or grandchildren. Um, now, a, a financial planning firm will do that, but the wealth management is really um, kind of full service, soup to nuts uh, mm. planning, if you will. Mm. Wow. All right. So we've we've talked about financial planning, investment management, wealth management. Now, well, I think part of this will be tax planning strategies as well. Now, a wealth manager is going to be helping in many cases with your taxes on a year-to-year basis, Mm -hmm. your your current taxes. Um, We focus on, we don't do tax planning uh, or tax um, filing 
uh, if you will. We do tax forecasting and planning, i.e., we're helping folks, and a lot of advisors will do this, identify what their potential tax liabilities might be in retirement. Because what you're finding, and this is, you know, for the vast majority of people, the most of our money is in IRAs or 401ks. These are pre-tax accounts. You haven't paid money or taxes on these accounts yet, and every dollar you take out in retirement is going to be taxable. So we'll utilize some strategies to try to avoid those taxes mm. um, in retirement. You're, they will be, get paid eventually, um, but one, one thing we'll, you could look at is a, a Roth conversion, right? We've spoken that in the past. Right, right. A Roth conversion is where you take IRA or 401k money today, in, and you convert it over into a Roth. You pay taxes on it now, but then in retirement, you're never gonna, you're not gonna be forced to take it out through a required minimum distribution. And when you do take it out because you need it, there's gonna be no tax liability. So I and I, I, like I tell you, I think taxes are going up. I would hazard to guess you're yeah, right. I just yeah. you know read the news yeah. and things like that and yep. see how much money we're spending. Yeah. I think they're going up. Um, so you should be able to, in theory. Uh, pay those taxes now at a rate you know and potentially avoid paying a higher rate in retirement. The other benefit this to this as well is basically you're giving a little extra gift to your beneficiaries if you pass away and leave them money. If you leave them money in an IRA, that's going to be fully taxable to your beneficiaries. If you leave them money via a Roth, there's no tax liability right. whatsoever. All right. Now, here comes the topic a lot of people forget about. Insurance coverage and long-term care. Yeah. Oh, do I need that? <laughs> yeah. You know? You might. I mean, the sobering yeah. statistic is half of us are going to need some type of long-term care in our lives. Um, and the real sobering statistic is the vast majority of us don't have the means to pay for it. All right? We haven't. Most people do not have long-term care insurance. Most people have not budgeted to pay for any type of long-term care. And Medicare, Medicaid's not picking up the tab. Uh, Medicare does not. Medicaid can, right? Medicare, people think, will pay, you know, for your nursing care home um, or assisted living facilities. And unfortunately, it doesn't. It pays about 100 days worth of benefit. And then after that, you're on your own, right? What a lot of people are forced to do is And that could be twenty, thirty thousand 30000 a month? Oh, God, easily. Easily, Easily, yeah. yeah. Um, so what people have to do is, in many cases, they do what they call a spend down. They spend down all of their assets to a very low level. I mean, we're talking two, three thousand dollars. Yep. Spend it down to that level, and then they become eligible for Medicaid, and the Medicaid will step in and pay those long-term care uh, costs. But that's a that's a tough way to to go. Um, you're not going to be able to leave anything for your family. So long-term care is important. Um, it's really important to think about earlier on in life. You know, if you're in your 60s, late 50s, even your early 50s, and you think it's going to be, you know, you're concerned about this, I would suggest you go talk with an advisor or talk with somebody that has a lot of different insurance companies they work with and see what the costs might be. I, I, I'll i warn you that it's very expensive. Yeah. Um, if you did it when you're in, in your 20s, it's quite affordable, but you can't talk to a 20-year-old telling them to get nursing care home. Insurance. Um, short conversation. It's a very short yeah, one. They yeah. say, guys, I'm still paying off my student loans. <laughs> um, and then I might get married and have kids. Uh, the other thing is life insurance, right? Life insurance um, can be very important. Primarily, we start thinking about it when we start, you know, raising a family. And it's there to pro- provide protection for our, our, our children, our spouses, should something happen, right? It's there to protect that uh, or replace that income uh, if you pass. The other way to look at insurance is to use it as a potential source of income in retirement. If you do a whole life policy, 
that has a cash accumulation component to it. Mm-hmm. And you do this for long enough, you could find in, in retirement when you're in your 60s or 70s that you have a nice chunk of change in there. If you do, you can then borrow it. You're borrowing money from that policy. You can use it and spend it. You don't have to pay it back, but you're getting that money back tax-free. You don't have to pay taxes on the money you're taking out of that life insurance policy. And, of course, is there any, if there's anything left um, in that policy when you pass away, that'll then go to your beneficiaries. So that's a nice, hmm. that nice option for that, that whole lifetime policy. Okay. And uh, to, to wrap this up, estate planning. Sure. So estate planning. I mean, if if you look at you know your phases of retirement, you've got your um, well your accumulation phase, right? This is when we're making money uh, in our career and we're putting money aside and we're watching it grow. And then we have our our preservation phase, right? This is when we're retired. We're not. We're no longer working, so we don't have income anymore. And in fact, we're now taking money out of our retirement savings. It's really important to look at preservation to make sure we're we're avoiding any potential losses. Uh, in those assets. Of course, you've got to flip, uh, balance that with the growth components we need. So it's important to understand both aspects of that and make sure you have a portfolio that uh, provides that balancing act and does both. It has preservation uh, as well as some growth. And that third phase of retirement is distribution. And this is when we pass um, what happens to our estate. Okay, so this is where estate planning comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think of your estate, it's it's everything you, you own. It's your house, the gold, the cars, the clothing, you know, the, um, the the plates in your kitchen cabinet, yep. um, it's everything. You pull that together, and how do you leave that um, to your beneficiaries, to your heirs? And I'll tell people right now, if you don't have a trust or a will, and you have an estate that you want to leave to your children or grandchildren, I would highly recommend speaking to an attorney and, and establishing a trust. If you establish a trust, it will avoid the whole probate process. And the probate process is simply court-administered proceedings to figure out what happens to your estate. Um, and it's a lengthy, arduous process, yes. right? Think I, about I what happens. Been through so far, it. Right? You're yeah. mourning the loss of a loved one, a parent, a child, an aunt and uncle, whatever it might be. And now you've got to deal with the courts and the attorneys and, and moving this estate through the probate process. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a long time. It's public. Yeah. Right, yep. it's public. People understand, or they, it has to be published what's in your estate, and then it becomes contestable as well. Yep. This kills a lot of families. You've got people fighting over, you know, grandma and grandpa's, uh, you know, lazy boy or the or the Lincoln or whatever it might be. So, folks, make sure you have a trust, and then alongside of that, a will. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. Presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. 
past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.